where she rode out an abnormally cold Connecticut winter, during which she gave birth to the four cubs. Those cubs were hungry. On approach to the den, you could actually hear the cubs nursing, which was a first for me. Quick side note, this is an excellent example of a question I get all the time. Hey Cal, what sleeping bag should I get? My answer is always, what ground pad do you have? You can get away with less on top of you if you're properly insulated underneath you. A good ground pad can save you weight in a sleeping bag. Keep that in mind. Of course, this is data for those of you who do not intend to go out and give birth. That's not my area of expertise. Much like the Grizzlies in Idaho, the team in Connecticut typically uses a jab stick, which is a metal pole with essentially a stout hypodermic needle on the end. They jab that to deliver a sedative to mom. Unlike Idaho, they also had a pair of dart guns, one powered through 22 rimfire blanks, the other CO2 cartridge. Depending on the age of the sow, how experienced a mother she may be, they'll either hunker deeper into the nest or take off when the biologists approach. Seems the older the bear, the more they tend to stick around. That's what the trank guns are used for. I know the thought of the mom taking off out of her den doesn't sound much like hibernation, but we honestly don't know all there is to know about hibernation. When we approached this bear, she was listening, head up, alert, and aware, aware of the fact that she and her brood were not alone. Because of her alert posture, it was determined that the jab stick would be a little too close for comfort. This was the first time I have seen a tranquilizer gun in action, The dart is clearly visible the whole way on its flight path. Target area on the bear are where there is low fat and high muscle density, typically the shoulder. Within 12 minutes, mom's head was on the ground and she was able to be handled. Here's the really cute part. In order to handle mom, you have to handle the cubs. They have claws and can stick like Velcro to at least anything I was wearing, but only their milk teeth which is a set of teeth that are the precursors to the real teeth. And by comparing what the cubs had tooth-wise to mom's impressive teeth, this would be the only appropriate time to handle a bear cub. I asked the lead biologist, Paul Rigo, about the risk of habituation. Paul had this to say. I don't think what we did today uh, would lead to a higher probability of those bears being habituated. The female was drugged before we handle her, so uh, one would assume she wouldn't have any memory of what we did. Uh, And the cubs are at a very young stage. They didn't really receive any reward by what we, we did today. This type of research has been done probably for 50 years across many, many states. And I'm not familiar with any any case where uh, there's any evidence that, that this den research really leads to habituation or boldness in the bears. What does habituate bears and lead to them being bold is when they get food rewards near humans. 